All right, folks, and welcome back to a brand new edition of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me tonight, Carrie from Shotguns and Stilettos. How's it going, babe? Stilettos and shotguns, and that is, I'm doing, oh. I'm, I'm, it's okay, everybody, it happens all the time. <laughs> um, I'm salty as hell, so I'm, salty. it's, it's going to be a good, good show tonight, because I'm, I'm, I'm on a tear. <laughs> it's going to be salty, spicy, everything. <laughs> she's breaking the mold already we were told that girls were supposed to be filled with sugar spice and everything nice but it's uh, true. apparently it's just salt and piss and vinegar and yeah bitterness and bitterness and, <laughs> and anger and anger spite <laughs> fueled by nasty black coffee <laughs> yes exactly so uh carrie is joining us all the way from the pacific northwest mm-hmm. how's it going uh otherwise known as northern California. yes uh, you know it's okay it's gray yeah, it's gray it was all the time. Gray yesterday, it's gray tomorrow, be gray the next day. That's right. It's great. <laughs> yeah, the last I time I was in. Can't wait to leave uh, the state. <laughs> yeah. Last time I was in Seattle, which uh, Seattle is just known for just being depressing and raining all the damn time. We had like three yeah. days of sunshine. It was ridiculous. People outside walking around. It's like, oh man, the sun never comes out. <laughs> you know, I was, um, I went, I had the, I had the on the opportunity and, and the privilege of, of seeing Robin Williams live before he died a few years before he died. Oh, and here, I know here in Seattle nice. and he, right. Because yo, for those of you know, he's man, right. He, that was a big thing, right. Is his manic stuff. And so yes. he ended up veering off of his 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 skit to go on for 15 minutes about how like nuts people are up here that it's you know 45 degrees and everybody's wearing shorts and t-shirts yeah outside because the sun is out and he says and all you say is it's just so nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah in uh 2010 the uh the first cruise i ever went on we took off from seattle to go to alaska so i got on my first one and, uh, you know, there it was like 65 during the summer and everyone's like yeah. walking around like, you know, tank tops and shorts yeah. and everything. We're all kind of like wearing our jackets going, well, oh, it's, it's a nice summer up here. That happened to me, actually. The first cruise I'd gone on was a lot, obviously, because I don't have to take a plane. Yeah. Uh, but that's a good cruise. Like, I, I know a lot of old people go on that cruise. I'm telling you, go and, yes. and do the old people shit. Right. Because we did the um, we did the the train. And we were the youngest couple, my husband and I, by probably 20 years, but it was the coolest being yes. on, especially with all the old people and, you know, hearing their stories and stuff. But yeah, um, we got into the second, uh, I can't even remember where it was. It wasn't Catch it was Can, like it was whatever the next Skagway. one was. Skagway. Uh, yeah. Well, Skagway, I think might've been the last one. Anyway, whatever the second stop was. And it was, it hit, it was 68 and, yeah. and sunny. And for us, in, even here, that's, you'll see a lot of that people out in, in their warmth and people were getting back on the ship and. And one of the, uh, the, or the, you know, the cruise director guy, the entertainment director, he says, um, he says, you know, I heard a, a, several of you couples as you're getting back on the boat say that you want to look at property because it's stunning. I mean, like, yes, you, no, it's like, everywhere you look, it's beautiful. Oh, and not yeah. only is it one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen, it also will let you know how insignificant your hundred years on the planet is like just being yes. there, like just the, the vastness <laughs> of it and, and the age of it all. But he said, let me tell you, I've been doing this cruise for 13 years. And this was the uh, Memorial weekend that we were up there. So it was early. He oh, goes, nice. I have yeah. never seen it like this, this That's early. So before right. you go buying property, <laughs> come back in December. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're like snowed under and it's, you know, 14 below and everything. Yeah. Else. Yeah. And you have to, and, and, and you're, you're living in a house that's got no water. So you got to go down to the local, you yeah. know, cause they got that dry cabin shit where you got to go shower at the, in the commute. Uh, oh, oh, uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one was kind of fun. It's uh, it's like one of those stops where you go into like the, um, there was like you know how they have like the little kitschy you know tourist trap uh, yeah, buy t-shirts yeah. and keychains. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this used to be the whorehouse, and it used to be three streets over, and they moved it, and they ended up turning it backwards. <laughs> so it had, like, yeah, a, I love really that though. Yeah, it had my, really my daughter, story. my my t- so Seattle was essentially built on on prostitution. I don't I don't know if you know that, especially after the fire. Because oh, yes. we had a big fire here, and then there's a whole story. Like if you do the underground tour, it's cool. But my daughter's like, she was watching something about um, Wyoming and how pr- Wyoming, of all places, was incredibly progressive for women's rights. Like they had the first female governor, yeah. And uh, you know, and prostitution was what built everything. And, she, and she, when she was like ten, she's like, "Man, prostitutes were the masters of capitalism." I'm like, "You ain't right. lying." Like That's if right. you have no other reason to look at why women are so vital. Like that shit down there is what like we've literally it well not only has it literally been the rise and fall of empires but modern <laughs> our modern cities today as you know it were built from 
that. Yeah. <laughs> Helen of Troy, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cleopatra, I mean, you can keep going, Elizabeth. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> no, it's uh, especially the uh, the old West towns. It was like everything yeah. revolved around that brothel. There was nothing. Yeah. It's like everything political was happening there. Yeah. Uh, Those women knew everything too. Yes. And they yeah, had a lot the, of power. The, the mamas, right? The madams yes. of the house. Like they didn't play around and they knew. And oh man, highly underestimated um, those women. They were brilliant businesswomen. They were like loan, like they were running banks for banks exist. It was just anyway. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of I got a lot of fascination and respect for for the old for old world prostitution <laughs> and and the, the institution of it and and the genius of it, really. Yeah. Uh, most of the rest of the time, this uh, show, Adam ruins everything. He did one on the, yes. uh, the prostitutes of the old West. And it's yes. like, most of the time I can't stand that guy, but it's like, I was like, no, no, he actually did a really good job looking all that up. Yeah. That's the one that my, she, my daughter's exact same feelings about him. I yeah. don't watch it, but that's the one where she saw the Wyoming about Wyoming and the was on Adam ruins everything. And, and she said, and then the prostitute one, and she's like, that's pretty good. <laughs> but she said the exact same thing. She goes, most of the time that guy's dick and i can't stand oh, yeah. him but <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is that, that guy's voice his face everything it's just you like know, I just and i've never like really him. watched him so i don't i don't pay attention to him so i i, I I'm, all, I'm an old lady i'm not i'm not in the cool hipster you know zoomer or millennial club right i'm a, I'm a gen xer right and uh so i i don't uh i'm not some would argue that's the best that. generation generation or, or the forgotten generation right yes. maybe maybe that's the maybe that's actually the advantage right maybe the fact that our generation was the forgotten one is the one right. why we're still so fucking stable yeah <laughs> yeah you want to talk about being raised on empathy oh no for real like it's yeah. it, but i love those me like every so often I'll, I'll stumble across a meme but i think one of my favorite was you know look you boomers and uh, millennials keep us out of your mouths because we will we will like not we will add to your college debt and put you in facial recognition software yeah, <laughs> yeah i think one of the best ones of the intergenerational uh things was the uh the the jim helpert meme from the office where it goes uh boomers and uh millennials fighting each other and then it showed gen x behind the blinds just staring just yeah. there, watching <laughs> them all i know it with a big old smile it. it's like mm-hmm yeah. And that, you know, and I'm, I'm, I, I grew up, well, I, I shouldn't say grew up here. I grew up in, in Southern California, but I moved up here my, my junior year of high school into Portland area, the Portland area. And yeah. so I've been in the Northwest, right? So I was here for the Renaissance, right? The, the, yeah. the cool time for, especially for Gen Xers, right? Like yes. you need to find that shit up here. And, and uh, it, it, it just, the cities were fucking cool then too. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were just cool. And, and it's, so it's sad to see it now and what it's become from oh, what yeah. our generation, and yet ironically, in, in some ways, let's be honest, as they, as, as these Gen Xers grew up, right, they, a significant majority of them became yeah. what has created where we are. And it, it's super frustrating to see that they, they lost sight of that. And, oh, yeah. And turn the cities into shitholes because it's so unfortunate. Yeah, I remember <laughs> in the early 90s, a, a friend of mine moved to Seattle and I was like kind of heartbroken about it. And uh, I was like, well, you know, I hear there's a lot of great music up there. So why don't yeah. you record some and send it to me? So he would send me tapes of Nirvana and shit before they became famous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. would just hear those club shows. And I was like, man, this is yeah. just nothing like what we've got down here. So yeah. And then in like the birth of Scott and stuff. And a lot of those bands were, you know, they kind oh, yeah. of, a lot of that came out of, you know, even in this area too. A lot of people don't realize that like the, that influence, that West Coast influence just kind of moved up. But oh yeah, we remember going and seeing, you know, all of that stuff and Pearl Jam and the, yeah. you know, a lot of those guys like Everclear, they were from Portland, right? They, yeah. they, they yeah. were regulars in my, the day spa that I worked in. Yeah, you know I mean, and just uh, everything was, celebrity was about being celebrity. Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> that was all, all the way back in the days before, uh, when Soundgarden was transitioning from a hair metal band. Yeah. The grunge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, then turned into what they did. And then, yeah. you know, it's, but it's anyway, but it's, we could go on for hours about that. That's, that's oh, yes. a whole reminiscing episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have to save that one for like 30 years from now. When we're both <laughs> elderly and on the porch going, hey, you remember that? I Chris remember days. Yeah. Shit. I feel feeling like that now half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I get so funny. It's like, uh, it's like every day I want to look in the, the mirror and I see the, the white on the, on the goatee here. And I'm like going, Oh man. I remember when you was... start seeing it in your pubes, uh, like that's going to get you like, I wax cooters for a living. Let me tell you, like, there's some, there's some shit that you start to realize happens. I'm like, <laughs> mm, man, 
Yeah, luckily I haven't uh, haven't noticed any uh, gray in the uh, the sea of red down there yet. So uh. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for look as soon as you get one, we're gonna revisit this. Yeah, so all of you guys yeah. watching this. Stay tuned uh, because that shit's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a uh, I had a nice little fright, you know, looking down at the chest, and I found the one gray chest hair, and I'm like, no. So it begins. <laughs> yeah. The winter is coming. <laughs> yes, that's right, kids. Grown old is not for pussies. We call it we we call it Arctic snow, the shade Arctic snow, as opposed to gray. Yeah. Uh, in in the stock in the studio that I own, because we just feel like it's a little bit more gentle for people's <laughs> egos. <laughs> And by and by people's we mean ours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not gonna say you know, you're silver haired. You know, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> move this out of the way. I think I've got there. All right, good. All right, good. I kept having something distract me back there. Yeah. Okay, All right. good. <laughs> so as you can see, Emma, are we talking guns tonight? Or are we talking politics? Oh, man. Who are we talking tonight? Dude. Guns and politics, they go together like uh, peas and carrots, really. So, Ironically, yeah, so I see you have a couple of AR-15s behind you. Well, I've got, so they're AR pistols. So the, the AR pistol, this is a Daniel Defense Mark 18. Oh, Gucci. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have cheap shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like my guns. This is a POF. Um, I want to talk about this one a little bit just because this is a great company. Yes. Um, and then this is CMMG, which is also a great company. And this is a little PCC. Um, I This is my favorite. Yeah. Right here, this is um uh it's a, I have the nine mil instead of the ten, but uh because ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. because ammo was less expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then God's like, no, nah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. Now you can find ten mil everywhere because nobody. Right. Does it. Yeah. Yeah, and then this is my um my friend did this. It's a he customized it. It's a, a HKBP nine. But all nice. my guns are named after um. All my guns are named after badass women in American history. They did badass shit. So badass um, American women his, in, uh, in yeah, American history. Yeah, okay. so like like this is this is Lucy Knox. I don't know if you know her story, but she's got a um, I can tell you her, she's got a great story. Uh, Margaret Corbin, America's first veteran female veteran to receive a, a pension okay. from the United States government for fighting in the Revolutionary War when her husband died. Right. That's Harriet Tubman up there. Um, oh, of course, gotta CMG. have one named after Harriet. Well, Harriet is so the the guy that built that created that gun is a black gun rights activist. And nice. my case, oh, I'm, I've got my computer on it, but it's uh, the case <laughs> and tells when it opens up and it's laser cut by a company called Carolina Custom Phones. You guys need to check them out. But it's all tells the story of the Underground Railroad. Nice cut and laser. And then this is Sybil Lettington, who is, uh, for those of you that don't know, is the female Paul Revere. So what it does is it allows me to come in and, and I do a lot of advocacy with gun rights and, and women's self-defense and defensive mindset. But it what this does is it allows me to also introduce real feminism through actions that women women actually performed as opposed to all of this theory and, and bullshit oh, yeah. that it's become um, to talk about, you know, female patriots. And, and then it uh, you know also opens the door for American history and and, and so on. So that's, that's, that's why I named them all. Yeah. Especially the Harriet Tubman, you know, Harriet Tubman. But, and then, well, yeah. yeah. And then Margaret Corbin, that's a big one. Right. And a lot of people, they, they know her picture, right. Because she's the one that's, that's packing the cannon, that very famous picture where yeah, you see her. Well, yeah. do you know her story? Uh, it's been a long time since I've read it. Um, so essentially I think, what was it like her husband died and like, she just decided to go out to the battlefield. She was already on the battlefield. She watched him oh, die. So yeah, she okay. was one of the Molly pitchers. Um, some people argue that she's the one that they named after Molly pitcher. And, and there's, there's some debate about that, but, um, yeah. but what they do know about her for a fact is that she uh, watched him die. She was bringing water. She threw down the pitcher and she grabbed the, uh, you know, just took up the cannon and she still fought. And then she took shrapnel in her shoulder, her jaw and her arm. And so she, she was a, she was a, um, injured veteran yeah she was a pow because we lost that battle i the battle it wasn't the battle of trenton hmm, i can't remember which battle it was yeah. i can't remember them all um and <laughs> then she she uh, uh so and she was she was taken prisoner of war and then she was the first uh I, the first known i think that there were probably other women that actually ended up fighting like literally you know doing this i yeah. she's just one of the first but she's also the first to receive the Ameri to receive a first female to receive a pension so I just think that's a super cool story. But POF rifles, if you're not familiar with them, oh, no, that's Ordnance Factory. Over-engineered. Yeah, everything's... They're all really made in America, though. Even, yeah. But here's the deal. So I had the, the privilege of touring POF in Arizona before Frank was killed last year yeah. in a car accident, hit and run. And um, even all... There's only one... P 
piece of manufacturing equipment in the, the facility that is made in Japan. And that's because no American company makes this particular yeah. piece of equipment. They need everything yeah. is made in America. And uh, he was such a patriot. I mean, he was in, I mean, he's like, if he, he was probably watching all this stuff right now from heaven going, y'all have lost your minds. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I, I, I have such a passion for POF. I just, I, I have a lot of respect for yeah the, the, it runs uh, beautifully <laughs> yes it does they they have that roller cam pin and everything else and uh yeah yeah i've i've shot i've shot a few of them uh yeah. you know friends guns and everything because I, yeah. I you know i've i'm slumming it over here with the dpms so <laughs> you know what i would rather take somebody running it i have a dpms actually yeah. i have a dps ar around here somewhere as my first one yeah i you know i here's the thing right i would rather have somebody running a dpms or a high point that trains regularly and knows yes. how to pull that shit if, if the shit goes down then to have somebody running a you know the staccato once a year on some paper out of their yeah out of their safe you know so i i hate that culture bullshit that that the oh, industry yeah, yeah. and the culture gets into with that whole shaming and all that kind of shit you know i yeah, mean i like I, nice guns but that's because i like the way they shoot yeah so. <laughs> i mean if you gotta pay for performance in most yeah. of those cases so it, yeah. it was really funny because uh every time i go to a range uh when i was doing training and everything i would just pitch my gun down in the dirt kick a whole bunch of sand on it pick it up shake yeah. it off and it was yeah and you just see people's like oh what are you doing that was a three thousand dollar 1911 i was like yeah it should be able to shoot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's supposed to be the big thing with Glock, right? And I, there, there's a whole joke with me and Glocks because I, I don't, well, the joke is that I hate Glocks. I don't really hate Glocks, <laughs> but they're definitely not my favorite gun. Um, but I know, and I know that that's one of their big, you know, selling points is that you could literally throw them in the mud and they'll yeah, still sell yeah. or still shoot. But um, if I'm a Glock dick rider. I understand. Are you? Okay. Yes. So Glocks are, yeah, Glocks are so great that everybody changes every part on them as soon as they get them starting with the sight. That's right. Glock perfection. <laughs> yeah. Glock perfection means nothing yeah. left on it as a Glock. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always the jokes. And there's a lot of them, you know, uh, particularly on my, with my Instagram tribe over there, we, there's, they always poke fun at me because I'm a SIG girl. So <laughs> SIGs have their place. SIGs have their yeah. place. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen a SIG blow up in my hand. Yeah, so, I've, yeah. I've never, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I became a firearms instructor last year at, um, and ended up teaching at an associate. It wasn't my, my initial vision, but I had someone generously donate um, the money to have a Glock because I didn't think it was fair for me to, it's, it's not just because I like a SIG doesn't mean that I think it's the right gun for everybody. Right. And, right. and I get that as much as I would love everybody to run SIG. So uh, I do have a nonprofit organization called We the Female, and uh, we do a lot of, of different types of, of women's defense training and things. But um, so somebody generously donated a Glock 19 for us. And, nice. um, and yeah, so we, I do have one for the ladies to run. Um, I'll tell you the gun that the, the that everybody in the industry loves and it's awesome to see it. Cause I got some salty friends in the industry, like, cause they've been around forever, like Eric yeah. Lamford, you know what I mean? And stuff. And yeah. he's like, he loves that gun. It's the, it's the, uh, M and P easy. Yeah. The, yeah. That's a, it's a great gun, but all my granny Oakley's as we call them, most of my students are over 50. Interestingly enough, I'm <laughs> over 60 actually. Uh, and they can shoot it, right. Even if they have arthritis and stuff, they can run that gun. And the, what's it's, it's not even just cool that they can actually shoot it. It's watching their confidence come up. Oh, yeah. because they're able to they're able to run it you know and 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 that's cool to see so and that's part of why i do what i do yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's really fun to watch them kind of catch that aha moment and it's like oh yeah. i can do this this isn't just for right young guys to go running around i if if i had to i could actually do something with this so. right 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 you gotta figure out how to get in with them right and, yeah. and I've, I've i've got i figured out the secret sauce with that but uh <laughs> it took me well you know because you because i still get the ones that come in well you know maybe people under 21 shouldn't own a gun and you know <laughs> by the time i'm done with class they're like militant absolutionist yeah. so the second amendment because i used it as an opportunity to talk about right humans are in and i'm guessing i could be wrong but i'm guessing a lot of your your audience tends to pull a little bit more to the libertarian-esque yeah yeah side a little bit you know only the voluntary v's behind me here so. yeah you know <laughs> i mean you know call me crazy yeah. but um you know i'm thinking that's okay so so i can say this without it having that negative connotation but that you know, human beings, but particularly Americans, for the double-edged sword that the blessings of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and and yeah. us having that guaranteed to us in our Constitution, through the Bill of Rights, uh, it, it it it's wonderful. But it also has created a a culture of people that are a little bit more self-absorbed. 
than, yes. or a lot, depending on your perspective. <laughs> and so what I found is that when you're really talking about uh, uh, any sort of rights, particularly gun rights, you really have to get people to understand how it's going to affect them personally, right? I yeah. swear to God, anybody that, it, you know, in the feedback, the com- I don't know, you know, wherever you post this, if I see a comment that pops up that says, shall not be in French, I swear to God, I'm going to find you and nut punch you because that <laughs> is like, that is, it's so like literally everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Which, but it has been in French, but that's not a, it's not an argument that's going to get you anywhere, you know? Yeah. And, and so what do we do to get people active? What do we do? Well, I figured it out, right? You got to let them know how that shit's going to affect them. And then they're like, oh, hell no. And I'm like, yeah. my favorite emoji. Yeah. Been, been you telling you this whole time. <laughs> yeah. But but th- that's what gets it clicked in their head. And I'm like, and look, you can't like, you can't vote no on a gun control law and then vote for a politician that you like that supports gun control. So yeah. you just all became advocates because now you have to watch the politicians. Like, what are they voting for? And don't think just because they have an R behind yeah. their name, they're pro-gun, little bastards. Look yeah, at I you, think Donald Dan Trump. Crenshaw. <laughs> yeah, that guy too. Oh, Mr. Red Flag Law. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he definitely uh, proved the uh, the Tom Woods rule. It doesn't matter who you vote for, you get John McCain every single time. So It seems like it. Other than, look, the only person that I, I see currently holding the line uh, and has never wavered. God bless that man is Thomas Massey. And oh, yeah, no, no. I, I had the privilege of having dinner with him one night with uh, my friend. I'm very blessed to say that Dick Heller is a very good friend of mine. And Dick was appalled. I was in Kentucky. I was speaking at their, I was invited to speak at their gun rights rally. Yeah. And, and Massey and, and Heller were there speaking. And Heller was just appalled that I had never drank. I never had bourbon. <laughs> and um that that just that shouldn't yeah, you're not leaving kentucky without it so right so they took me they took me to a place and, and we had bourbon and stuff but i looked at massey and i said you cannot get hillary and he kind of choked he's like looking around <laughs> nobody's like you know around him and uh he and i said you're like the obi-wan right now for all of us yes. like especially for gun rights you're our only hope like you you gotta hold that line man and he's like that's a lot of pressure <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if anybody's up for it, you're up for it. You got it. Yeah, you know, I would have, I would have just told him. I was like, dude, you're a, you're an engineer. Figure it out. <laughs> no, he's. Have you seen his chicken coop? Oh his man, chick, the, his his whole the setup is. Capacitor? Oh my yeah, gosh, it cracks me ridiculous. up. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. I, I just and and what I love and you know I look. I mean, here's a great conversation. But just a bit of this. I really struggled, so I found out that I'm not a Trumper um at all uh i i did see election fraud uh obviously i mean yeah. we actually here in washington state we saw we have lawsuits here in the state happening with our governor uh race yeah. here because we had people voting from addresses that didn't exist yeah so and i get that every year like the it's, fraud it's a u.s election there's going to be election fraud and well it's an election fraud. in any country yeah. right they, it happens but not to a this magnitude and b uh you know and in your face and then they denied it but then turn around and said yeah today right it came out fuck yeah. you right because we all knew it. So, well, if you didn't, you're, you had Trump derangement center. I'm just, cause you know, but you know, everybody had to let him live rent free in their heads. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, he really, like, if you just put him on mute, your, yeah. your life is like your president is so, has so little to do with yeah, just, how your life is affected for the most part, you know? And it, so it kills me to, to see so many people either, you know, with, and both sides, right. Loving. Yeah. There's loving TDS. Yeah. There's TDS on both sides. There's Trump derangement. For real. And Trump and, devotion. Yeah. Yeah. Trump devotion. So yeah, exactly. And it's that cultist mentality, which is just as bizarre. Yeah. But you know, um, watching Ted Cruz right now, I'm like, did like you grew a beard and your nuts drop? I was like, what happened there, man? Where were you <laughs> a few years ago? It's, yeah, it's where were you impressive. six years ago? Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it's pretty impressive to see him like, you know, cause I was never a Ted Cruz man, but he's gotten quite rebellious. Well, and I think uh, most of that I like came it. after Trump had just basically uh, just emasculated him on live TV. Probably. Probably. Debates. And he was like, oh, I'm I'm going to have to do something. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the cool part, and to give him credit where it's due, he never, he, he called him out where he needed to be called out, but he, respectfully, but he never like turned on him. Like he never went, you know, like turncoat on him, like a lot of them did. Yeah. And you know, Massey, when Massey voted for, um, he voted to certify the election. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I struggled with that, right? Because we knew there was fraud and this and that. And, and then I had to think about it. I'm like, okay, Carrie, check yourself, right? Like, yeah. Check your emotions, and like, that, which is something I need to do. Back it off a little bit. Pump the brakes. And I said, why did he do it? So I went and I read 
Why? Now, the one thing that Thomas Massey knows I mean, of the, a lot of the shit he knows, he knows the goddamn Constitution and he knows it well. And I'm a hardline constitutionalist, so I'm, I'm very much about studying. I educate about it regularly um, on in Instagram live streams and YouTube and stuff. But um, uh, so I, I read his reason and then I went in and I checked the Constitution, you know, it, the it's which is a pain in the ass to, to dig through but um and he was right he said it is not the place the reason he voted to to certify was because it is not the place for the the for congress to make those decisions it is to be made in the individual states yeah. so mm -hmm. i was like you got me there I, I, yeah I, there. I, I had to respect him right and, and that's why Rand paul did it as well so, um, so I, you know, I have to, I have to give that respect where it was due as somebody who respects the constitution and doesn't like parties, um, as much as I didn't like the outcome of that, um, at the end of the day, it is, you know, he did the right thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things. I, I just kind of view it as uh, it's, it's an election. There's all kinds of election fraud, voter fraud, uh, yeah. about every state, you know, I'm here in Louisiana. It's a red state. It, it wouldn't yeah. have mattered how many people went and voted for Biden. It, the, the yeah. Carried Trump anyway. So, well, that's what cracks me up about about Georgia because I'm like, look, of all the places you guys could have <laughs> tried this shit, like they literally that's like the uterus of the of the Bible Belt down there. Like, at yes. what point did you think that this was? There's a lot of states that I could say you could have pulled that shit in. Yeah, that one of of all the states that you tried to pull it in, and obviously it worked. I mean, yeah. you know. That you guys cheat. I mean, because it's, but it's that. If nothing else tells you that there was voter fraud, that right there should be what should be the clear indication that was voter fraud. Yeah, the uh, the one guy, he's from the Constitution Party, but he was a, an election observer, and he's been filing lawsuits left and right. And he's been on Good. the uh, Monica Perez show. So if you've ever get a chance to go back and check those. But yeah, he was uh, observing and the way they had the the one room, it's like curved. So you couldn't even see where they were actually counting the yeah. votes on one end of the room because yeah. it was around the of a curve of a wall and everything. And he was like, you can't do this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or the lady, the video that came out of the lady sitting in the basement counting yeah. them and then was shocked when somebody came in or, I mean, just even the blatant putting the shit on the windows and stuff. Yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, this is what people like, people still want to be outraged about this. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because yeah. they spent six years selling you or five, more like five, really, when yeah. it really, when, when they realized Trump was going to be the dude, right? Yeah. They spent five years programming people to hate him. Yeah. To the point where you literally have unhinged women on somebody sent it to sent one of them to me today that said uh, unhinged women that are saying things like if Trump, if uh, excuse me, if Biden raped my child, I would still vote for him over. Yeah. Uh, over Trump right now. Is that probably really true? No, I think she's talking out of her ass on the Internet. Yes. That being said, the fact that anybody would even say that is, is pretty sick. And so it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. And, and obviously this Time Magazine article that came out today is, is proof of that. You know? Yeah. They, they knew they did it. They didn't fucking care. Yeah. It was like I was telling you just before we started, it was like it, it, they had ratcheted us all up. Uh, he's literally Hitler, Nazi, 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 fascist, fascist. Uh, if I was running my election that way, I would have cheated. I would have made sure, <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, we can't yeah. have this enemy of humanity anymore yeah. in the White House. You know, I would have cheated. I would have definitely would have. I would have been uh, almost as visual about it too. Yeah, yeah, it's sad that that you know, it, it, and I never thought I'd hear some of these words come out of my mouth, but that you actually saw that there was some shred of integrity out of Trump. You know what I mean with that? Because he could have really pushed a lot of issues with that had he wanted yeah. to, and he, and he didn't. And I was like, and and so part of me is like, right? Because I don't want to go down a conspiracy rabbit hole, but <laughs> it, it, part of it is right. Is he just like fuck y'all? I'm just gonna let this all. I'm gonna let them all show you. Right. And Biden yeah. didn't waste any time, 24 hours, right? And 40,000, what, 25,000 jobs gone. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that that, that might've been part of it because I saw the, the was that I, 45 executive orders within the first week, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, uh, what I thought was funny was the, was the, not it's tragically funny was the look on, on Melania and, and Donald's face as they were walking, you know, leaving. Right. And the, the smile, like they're like, I do not fault him in the least for just, he's got to feel an immense amount of relief. Yeah. Knowing that he does not have, like, could you imagine, right? Like, let's just put it in perspective. Right. And I know it sounds like I'm a big Trumper and I, I don't mean for it to come across that way, but let's just keep it real. Let's keep perspective. Could you imagine like you went into that, you started as a joke, 
I yeah. mean, honestly, right? And and you ended up winning, and you could see that. If you go back, take a minute and go back to watch the night oh, yeah. that he, he walked on stage, you could see it in his face. He's like, shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh. And he got it, but he stayed committed. And yeah. and and I respect that, right? And so, but then to to give up your paycheck, right? He he never took a paycheck. He donated it every quarter. Um, and and to be treated like that, to be called the thing, to for your child to be threatened, you know, yeah. by celebrities, for your wife to be treated like that, for your family, and they and and to stick to that, I don't blame him for a minute being like, fuck y'all. Yeah. You know? have it. <laughs> No, I, I think the, the best thing that he could do is uh, now that he's a civilian again, uh, just go be an internet troll and just make sure that, uh, you know, you get your own little media empire and just troll him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's up to that personally. I think, I think probably. there's something going on. Yeah. I, I think that's probably about the best way to stick it to him. Uh, I think Elon, he and Elon Musk need to partner up and create a, <laughs> Elon can, can do up the servers and then he can, they can run yeah. a, you know, platform. So get it all paid with uh, dogecoin so there you go <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god that was so funny i was actually uh having to explain what dogecoin was today to a co-worker uh -huh. that was kind of fun uh -huh. i was like well it started as a joke um <laughs> here's right. the white paper on it and who was sitting there reading it's like oh this is like all memes and stuff i was like mm-hmm mm yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, exactly. And now yeah. look how it's going, you know, and God bless those, God bless those boys. And I'm pretty sure that most of those boys that, that pulled this shit in, oh, in the Wall Street, Street that's, yeah. I'm thinking that they were a, a significantly large group of the redacted boys that kind of, that, that, that had something to do with that, uh, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you how far that, uh, that, uh, that little troll has gotten. If you go to uh coin market cap on the very top, uh, cryptocurrency is WSB for Wall Street Bets. And when you click on it, it says, all your memes are belong to us. This is not a real coin if you believe this is a real coin. But I also saw like several news thing. Uh, it's like, oh, the Wall Street Bets started their own cryptocurrency. It's a, you know, it's all, it was like, you guys didn't even read. You didn't even take the time to click and read. <laughs> no, but you know, ironically at the same time, the, the reality of that is what, that that's all crypto is anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. To a certain degree. So I know it's just fascinating to me that these, I, I just think it's great, right? They, I mean, they absolutely yeah. exposed everything. Yeah. It was but a, again, it was it a white matter. pill. Yeah. It was definitely a white oh. pill because they can show God can bleed. Buongiorno. Uh, who am I kidding? I don't speak Italian, but one thing I do know is good coffee. That's right. I'm a self-described coffee nerd. And uh, I do love coffee from Italy, especially Lorenzotti coffee. And if you guys love uh, Italian coffee as much as I do, then head on over to Lorenzotti.coffee and grab yourself some of the best coffee that I've had in a long time. These days, you can get good coffee just about anywhere, but why not have it shipped directly to your house? Any order over $15 is automatically free shipping, so you can't beat that. But if you want to do a little bit better on the price, you can always enter in the promo code RWAC for Rebel with a Cause, and you can save 10% off of every order. So guys, go stock up on your coffee. Do it now. Once again, that is Lorenzati.coffee. And as always, it's linked down in the show notes below. Check it out. So yeah, absolutely. And, and, to, and, and the, what's sad though, is that you see this right. And everybody, right. What's the one thing that unified both sides. Yeah. Right? It's just these, these money hungry uh, Wall, Wall street. Yeah. Right. But, but you like everybody's distracted now by the next thing and it doesn't matter. So, and that's, they, they, people don't realize I just did a little, I did my own little follow-up kind of op-ed off of that time magazine article. Like they've been doing this for like, they've been, training right for yeah. this for lack of a better term for decades like this is not there they've, they've had a long game and and everybody else has been running a short game and and so this is this is uh much much bigger and and that's why they know that right they they got everybody in that matrix with the social media and the click click clickbait headlines and the memes and the you know so nobody yeah. thinks anymore so well you know, it's, it's like, we're always one step ahead, but yet so far behind. Uh, yeah. it's like, I was like, okay, well, we're not going to use your money anymore. We've got cryptocurrency. Uh, we know how to get around your legislation. Uh, it looks like I was having to point out somebody, uh, they were looking at a California compliant rifle, you know, how they've got like the weird stocks and everything else. And it was like, well, well, they shouldn't be able to do that. And I was like, no, 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 no. They're following 
the law as written. Right. 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 <laughs> they engineered like, the solution to get around it. I was right. Like, right. Well, they should have just banned the AR-15. I was like, hold on. Yeah. They're following the law. You know, it's funny about the AR-15 too, is like, you know, this, my, my little gal up there, Margaret, right? When yeah. people see that, that are scared of AR-15s, they're not nearly as scared of it. You know why? It's mm. blue. It's blue. Yeah. It's not black. It's blue. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't look, I mean, she doesn't look as scary, right? Yeah. As even, even that one below, right? Well, all the toys and gadgets on it don't help, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, check in that, right? Because that, that's part of what makes it, makes it look scary too, right? But, but yeah, it's funny to see that that's the perception. So when I bring, I, I actually created a class that doesn't exist right now in the firearms industry that I'm going to be starting to, um, in March and it's, it's rifle fundamentals. And when I say rifle fundamentals, I don't mean like learn how to run a rifle. I'm talking about this yeah. is a charging handle. Yeah, right? this is this the handle. Is, this is the right, trigger. Yeah, right. This is what a standard capacity magazine is versus, you know, so um, because because competence forget, bring, breeds confidence. Exactly. That's the reason because why. I love that. Yes. And and people, the gun industry and the gun culture don't realize there's this disconnect, right, that they think that all gun owners are, are like them, but yeah. 95 plus. I would guess percent of the gun owners in America or even a lot of these 8 million new gun owners, right? They yeah. aren't in that and they don't have any clue. So it's up to us to make sure we're getting that education out there and that outreach and, and helping them understand on a fundamental level so that when it does come time to, to have to take action um, yeah. politically, they they're, they're equipped with the, or self-defense wise even, right? Yeah. That they're, they're, they're equipped with the information and, the, and, and, and confidence, like you say, that they need to be able to to go forward, whether politically or or in, with self defense. So that's that's kind of the line that I stand for the most part is kind of blending those two. Yeah, parts. yeah. Uh, it's like when uh, Donald Trump got elected. Like now, all my lefty progressive friends are like, uh, "So is it hard to get an AR-15?" I was like, "Do you have a couple hundred bucks? I'll sell you one." You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and of course, you're depending on what state you're in, make that's yeah. either harder or easier. But you know, it's it's funny to see. Um, so many uh you know people now with this biden thing like they're like people are and this isn't just twitter like people are legitimately like oh shit i'm like yeah. you voted for this guy right yeah. like why all because you hated trump so much you were too blind to see all the bullshit that he was trying to, to like the unions you know what fuck you guys yeah i think it's funny like <laughs> it's tragic to me it's tragic that all the the, the people right have lost their jobs and, and that's sad. And, but part of what makes me sad about that isn't so much that they, it, yes, it's a lot of it is that they lost their jobs, but it's also that they have become so blind and naive to think that this, that the union leaders are acting in their best interest. And then this time article, this time magazine article comes out today and talks about how the, um, the, the AFL CIO was actually involved yeah. with, with, uh, uh, what was it? Fortifying. Yeah. yeah. Fortifying the election. So that they were actually involved on the back side of that. And then they turned around and then Biden turned around and gave, gave one of the biggest unions a big fuck you. And I'm like, this is about your your union leaders, really. Yeah. You know, now, anyone who's ever dealt with any kind of union management, you guys realize that it's, it's all the same corporate fat cat. Yeah. <laughs> He's yep, just on the sure different is. side of the line. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and they got people that are union, you know, a lot of people that are in the union are like zealot about it. And I'm like, yeah. they're taking 40 for 30, 40% of your income. Well, yeah. I make $75. Yeah, but you're not, you yeah. know, it's <laughs> like, how much are you paying in dues every year to your union? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And for them to do what for them to conspire for yeah. you to lose your job. I hope this, I hope this breaks the union. Yeah. And then when you go to the union meeting, guess what? Uh, it's like, oh, hey, guys, we're going to order pizza. Does anybody want to throw in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but you know, homie, you know, the union leader, union president, right, is a chapter president or whatever they fucking call him. I don't yeah. know. So they're driving a new $75,000 truck. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I legitimately hope, like I'm, I'm on record, first time saying it. I hope. Go for it. That this breaks the unions, that this absolutely finally, finally does some actual union busting. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because, well, I mean, unions serve their purpose and they were, you know, they, they had a legitimate purpose. Um, that purpose has been corrupted. And so it's yeah. time if we're going to be doing some serious reform. It's time to reform. I think that that's one of the biggest things to, to start with is, yeah. is reforming that union culture. Yeah, once the uh, the internet was invented, uh, and not by Al Gore, I don't care what that guy says, but uh, it's like that changed everything. You can't get away with anything anymore. It's all right. online. Uh, it's but they like, do. 
yeah, they get away with it now because they just people have been educated to not think for themselves, to not ask questions. Right. Right. And so it's really, it's really fun when you get to talk to someone who's spent all of their life just sucking up the blue pills as the, as they come out. And you're like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, if it was like that, then this wouldn't be true. And then you show them some kind of fact and it's like, uh, 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 you know, that mm -hmm. you start seeing the steam. Oh, coming Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the, always the answer, right? Well, yeah. Well, Trump did. Yeah. What about ism? Oh, gotta love it. Yeah, it can't makes me crazy. And it's still going on. That's the thing that makes me that that really oh, makes me yeah. laugh. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you guys are still <laughs> like, well, what Trump would have done. Dur -dur 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 -dur. I'm like, Trump fucking created all those jobs, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, look, I like the more that they keep going, I'm like, y'all are making me a fan of this guy, right? If I and, like you guys are literally like people don't realize like they hated the Trump cultists and 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 like I said, some of those people went off the rail. I was oh, yeah. I was I was in DC on the sixth, but um, and it was not anything like what you were told it was. Oh, no, 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 it never is. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, that, but people like the, the, the Trump derangement center group. Wait, are you trying to tell me that AOC lied? Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes. You're um, a fucking pathological liar. And then you try to throw out there. Well, I was abused. And because I was abused, you know, it's, that was my truth. And this is my truth. Did yeah. you see Rashida Tlaib, that crazy bitch today? I wasn't there. But, oh my God, my colleagues. I was like, bitch, you're not even good enough to be a, a nominated for a fucking Oscar with that shit. Yeah, no. she's just terrible. I can't yeah. stand, like, I hate AOC. I fucking hate <laughs> Rashida Tlaib. I want to kick her in that fucking giant vagina mouth so bad, I can't stand it. I cannot fucking stand her. And that Ilan Omar crazy, psychotic brother fucker, I cannot stand them. <laughs> cannot uh, stand them. Yeah, my, uh. my favorite was, I just saw a tweet just before uh, hitting record over here, just that Elon Omar put, uh, worshiping a politician as authoritarian. I was like, did you not read your own tweet before you hit send tweet? <laughs> I can't. I, I, I just, I, I have to go full white girl on that. I just literally can't even. I just, uh. From a scale to. Why the fuck is she still here? I get the fuck, like, deport her ass. Like, get her yeah. the fuck out of here. I can't. Uh. Yeah, that's my, that's my whole thing. It's like, it's like, if you hate it so much, why do it's you so even horrible. bother? Get the fuck out. Why did, why do you even bother to come? And then if, if you're not really trying to change anything and you're just really trying to make it where you came from and everything, just, uh, just stick well, to your little community. It was well, yeah. the community that was specifically created in an area that was going to be easy to flip. I mean, let's be realistic, right? Obama yeah. intentionally placed all of those refugees in that area specifically so that she yeah. could get, I mean, not necessarily her specifically no, just but that, that somebody like a, of that yeah. of that philosophy could could be uh, yeah. uh elected and then infiltrated into the system but you know look since since i'm all about equal opportunity hating um <laughs> as, as somebody who is a 2a absolutionist uh you know lauren bobert is not much fucking better on the republican side and she's like legitimately right now until unless she gets her shit together she is i look at her right now as the republican aoc yeah. Because I she's was, a shit show. Yeah. I was been reading some of her tweets. And I was like, you are a classifiable idiot. I <laughs> Did you see, um, like, so I know you started following me on, on Twitter. You're probably like, Oh Lord. And Twitter's <laughs> not even like, I'm not even look, the only reason I even use Twitter is because it look, I can use them as like content from on other platforms. Really. Like I don't care about Twitter. Yeah. You know, they, I, whatever, but um, it's a fucking dumpster fire in the trailer. Yes. But it's, I'm it's, addicted. Um, <laughs> I've got my moments, right? When it's lit up, it's lit up and it's pretty funny, especially on the political side of it. But it's the, the, to watch her absolutely is just insane. But you've, I'm sure you've watched me. I, I've, I'm after her. Yeah. And look, here's the deal to be clear. I know you need to attack the right from the right. Thank you. And you need to and attack the left from the left, just as uh, Scott Horton Thank says. you. I yeah. call them all out, right? There was a huge yeah. drama on my Instagram yesterday because this guy who was a big MAGA zealot, um, went off the the libertarian rail, right? He's it's like somebody made the comment: this guy's the libertarian that ever that that the reason why libertarians hate each other, which is exactly the case, right? <laughs> He's like, you never called Trump out on 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 his uh, legislation that he passed about red flag laws. I'm like, he didn't fucking pass any. Yeah. He said some shit in an interview, but he 
he didn't say any shit about him with bump stocks. Well, first of all, I wasn't in the industry. Second, uh, somebody else said, uh, yeah, you did. Did he look back at XYZ date? Because the dude went back and looked at the, my posts, right? But, but I don't hate Lauren Boebert, right? So let me be clear, right? I don't I don't hate her. And I know a lot of people think that I hate her. I got, I got a lot of unfollows and blocks over, over going after her, right? That, from the, that's from a badge the, of honor. That's a badge of honor. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you how much sleep I lost. Yeah, zero, right? zero. Good so, sake. but the thing is, is that they're, you know, well, she give her a chance. She's only been there three weeks. Fuck you. I didn't hear you guys saying that about uh, Biden when he was, you know, that he's only, you know, been in his position for he's been there seven years. years. Yeah. But he didn't say that about his dead ass when he was in there. But this woman ran like this is like you got me on my shit now. Yes. So this woman is you're like yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be good uh, at cuts. You can take it this. <laughs> But she ran on the platform that she ran on was 2A absolutionism, right? I mean, for those of you that don't know, if you've been under a rock and you don't know who Bobert is, <laughs> she's the lady that told um, that told uh, Beta, <laughs> Beta male, O'Rourke, that um, hell no, you're not taking my AR, right? So she runs for office and she wins. And the first thing that she does is she goes in there and she makes this huge PR stunt about her getting to carry a gun in, in when she's in the Capitol complex, complex, right? Yeah. And when 46 ish, don't quote me on that exact number already carry firearms there and didn't make it a big deal. Right. But she, she, this was a publicity stunt. Yeah. And then she turns around and makes this commercial for the NRA, which I'm sure was a payback for Uh, probably donation money in some capacity. uh, Yeah, I know. Don't even get, that's a whole different podcast. (laughs) But so I'm sitting there like, where's, where's your, where's the bill? Right. And then yeah. the bitch, then she produces three bills. One of them about banning mask, mask regulation. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like you can't, like you literally ran on gun control, uh, anti-gun control and you can't produce a bill. I was like, y'all testing the Jesus in me to run for office. Cause I've been asked that Jesus. a lot. And I'm not, I'm not a religious woman. So that's a big statement. If <laughs> yes. it's like, if you found the Jesus in there, like, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, but you know, I'm like, y'all, like y'all are making me want to run for Congress, you know? And I told somebody the other day, I said, the, I said, if that happened, if it happened, the day I was sworn in, I would, I would, I would, I would take my oath, turn around and say, boom, the first fucking thing on the agenda straight out of the gate would be a bill to repeal the NFA. I mean, like, there it is right there. And I'm yep. fucking open carry doing it. Yeah. Right. Cause like she had a moment, right. Not only did she have a moment to make a stand, she had a moment to, to make a, to, 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 for, for gun owners in America, right? All she needed to do was change her language from just me, 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 me to the American people deserve. And it could have changed the entire conversation. Yeah. And yet she decided to make it about her. And yeah. it was absolutely appalling. And it just showed me that, and, and still, right? I wrote her an open letter. It got sent to her. I know it did. And she didn't <laughs> say shit, right? Because she is all about, she's in there playing celebrity and look at me, I'm cute. And, and you know, and this and that. And, yeah. you know, you're saying shit that doesn't, like she literally thought that the the climate accord, the Paris accord was about Paris. <laughs> did you not catch that? She yeah. said, I work for the people. Well, this is, and that was bad enough, right? She says, I work for the people of Pueblo, not the people of Paris. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so it's bad enough that you thought the Paris Accord was about Paris, France. Just, just Paris, yeah. But the fact that, like, yeah. if I were in your district, I'd be pissed that you only referred to Pueblo because she's got 17 counties in her district. Yeah. I'm like, so now your only district is Pueblo, Colorado? Bitch, I would be, oh, hell no. I told my husband, I said, I should move and uh, move to Colorado and, and run against unseater. her. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you are, we are not moving to fucking Colorado. Forget <laughs> it. He's like, that is not happening. But I was like, she's, you know, and well, my favorite are the people that defend her, especially her friends, you know, because uh, I, right? Six yeah, degrees always, separation. Yeah. Any of but, the attractive females, they've all got simps. I mean, even during well, that AOC thing, you could see the little hearts just, just, just yeah. exploding every time. He's like, and I was so yeah. scared. It was like, oh, God. oh, I know it's ridiculous. But I mean, even her, her friends, right? So she's got, I've got six degrees of separation with her. I never actually met her, but I have personal friends that she's personal friends with. Gotcha. And I'm um, like, if I wanted to, if I really wanted to push the issue, I, I'd, I'd go meet with her, right? But um, right. she's, I, I don't think it's worth my time. But she's, uh, but you know, one of them, well, she just developed, she worked with Thomas Massey to develop the 2A coalition. I said, the fuck she did? <laughs> Thomas Massey created that shit two years ago. Oh, 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 you're right. I misspoke. I'm like, bitch, you didn't misspeak. You got caught lying. <laughs> right. And this was one of her friends from Colorado. You've been following me for three years. 
you think you'd fucking know who to talk to about that shit. And it's not me because I know I'm not going to say it. Right. Yeah. Thomas Massey's been on that two acre. He from almost the minute that he actually, I think it's been in place longer than a couple of years because I think he started it. He's in starting his third term now, I think. Yep. So, and that's been in place for quite some time. So I'm like, Mm-mm. like, this isn't <laughs> no bitch. Like yeah. don't try AOC it. can claim that she uh, misspoke, but no. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. I, I was mean, like, no, misspeak. That's that's not the word you would use for lying when you told right. something that was not true that well, you knew no. was not true. It's her truth. Uh, yes, I forgot. We're all in the postmodernist time. Right. There's no her truth. So, so apparently, this this friend of of uh, Bobert, it was her truth. Yeah. That Bobert created mm. the two A coalition. Right. And like, <laughs> you guys need to like everybody needs to go back and watch fucking uh schoolhouse rock and i'm just a bill and understand this bullshit like there's yeah. a lot of that shit that needs to be happening right now because i can't especially the people that sit there and say well biden's legislation biden doesn't write legislation uh, that all comes from the house it comes from the house or you write or say whatever right it comes from congress yeah. and he can request right he could say by the request of and request it but um that's why like this executive orders they're not fucking enforceable yeah it no, cracks I me up yeah, I actually got that the other day was uh, it was like, well, Biden signed that order to, you know, for 100 days worth of masks. And I was like, on federal property. Yeah, you notice that's yeah. the only like, thing that he can issue an executive order for. And you notice that like that got um, that got uh, uh, back right uh, buried initially. And so everybody was like all the right all the people on the right were like drama, drama, drama. Oh, my God. And I'm like, read you fucktards. Like, don't be as bad as the people on the left. Like, don't yeah. be those people. And a lot of the motherfuckers are, especially in the gun industry. Like, oh, yeah. No, they, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And so if you've ever been to up. a shot show. <laughs> I've been to two. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I got I could go on for I was supposed to teach actually at this last shot show. So I'll probably I'm on I'm on the slated to teach next year if it if it ends up happening yeah um but that's what a lot of people don't realize is all this shit that shut it down isn't like it's not because the they still need to regulate it i mean that's what they feel like is part of it but part of it is that it's the the financial stuff leading up to it that people don't realize obviously the gun industry ain't hurting right it ain't about no. being able to afford a booth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the industry itself right and and, and vegas being shut down and and you know, there, it's, there's a lot more to it than just, uh, than just, you know, having to be social distance or whatever. So, and that's, yep. you know, so I don't, I won't be surprised to see if, if the next one gets canceled as well, just because of the, the logistics backing up. Yeah. There's just so much planning, especially a big one like SHOT Show. That's, but, uh, you know, that's been just, gonna, Show? I, I've been to a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. just kind of like on the sides and everything. And you had to get like, uh, somebody that you knew that worked at a newspaper to get you a press pass to go in, you know, <laughs> yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. Well, in range day, I've been blessed. I got, I, since I started going, I was somebody who gifted me, you know, range day passes, which everybody thinks is the golden ticket, right? You get to go out and yeah. shoot all the guns and stuff. And it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. Right. I was shooting yeah. Hellcat and some of these guns before they were out on the market and it's all great and fine and good, but it's cold. It's dusty. It's windy. Like, yeah. like, look, let's be clear. The, the golden ticket is the media room yeah. where they got snacks and coffee <laughs> <laughs> and it's quiet and snacks. Yeah. And did I mention snacks? And then they got, <laughs> so this is uh yeah, I'm like, y'all, y'all think it's all fun, well, and good, but I'm telling you, that's not the golden ticket. The golden ticket is that Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So the one thing that I, that I, like that the uh, the big show is not going to be there or anything like it's now given rise to like all these smaller shows so in april we're going to have a uh, guns and bitcoin in austin texas so that's going to be 2a focused and cryptocurrency focused where is that now oh uh i just got the thing for it it's uh, called guns and bitcoin it's going to be uh in austin texas in april are you part of coordinating that no um one guy that i follow on twitter uh citizen hush uh he's got a pretty big following of just about everybody because he's you know a pretty big gun nerd and uh yeah so it's gonna be april 11th at a hotel so i'll come speak yeah i'll i'll, yeah. I'll send you the link and post it yeah. in the show notes below where everyone yeah, should I'll, be I'll, clicking right yeah exactly um, i'll be i'll send him an email um yeah. too and, and let him know i'll come oh yeah, yeah i'll come out there yeah that's uh at citizen hush on uh twitter so yeah he's i'll have of, to follow him yeah pretty big following Text me that later oh yeah 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 it's gonna it's gonna be great so uh 
yeah, so I, I just looking forward to just seeing all the white pills that are going to be dropping from the from the sky like uh, manna from heaven. So <laughs> I hope so. But, you know, if it goes well, he should really consider taking it on tour and doing it in different cities. I know that that's a I, I get it. Right. Oh, yeah, that's I, a big a, one. Yeah. I'm an event coordinator. I mean, I get I've got experience with that. So I, I get what that takes. But I think that there'd be a lot of people chomping at the bit to want to help and, and, and put that together in individual yeah. cities. Yeah, people are just chomping at the bit be. just to get out and meet each other in, in meet space. So absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And if he wants to add any components to have education to it, that's something that I mean, I've been that's my lane and has been forever. I can help coordinate that. Sweet, sweet. sweet. Um, yeah, because I think that I think that needs to happen. But I'm going to have to uh, put that in my calendar. I think I'm going to have to go to Austin, Texas. Yes, you will. In you April. Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's uh, going to about do it for tonight. Uh, do you have any other plugs that you'd like to drop right here? The only thing I'd like to put out there because um, it's it's I, for for many reasons I'm finding that, that people are struggling to reach out to me is We the Female um, is a nonprofit organization you can follow it I, I'm not on Twitter with it but I'm on Facebook and Instagram with it We the Female underscore official um, on Instagram and there's a website dot uh, net because um, whatever yeah and uh, but um, we a lot of the stuff we do like our mission is to arm the women with education, confidence, self-defense. It's kind of the short version of what we do. Yeah, that being said, one of the things that we offer is uh, for women, particularly single mothers, uh, domestic violence survivors, because I'm a domestic violence survivor, um, that's that's my focus is teaching them that the government is not going to be there to protect you and that you're gonna have to learn how to protect yourself against your abuser. Right. Um, uh, and just women in general protect themselves. But uh, the fact that, that so many of these women are disproportionately affected by the the financial constraints that are put on them uh, from having to have you know the permitting and the classes and so on and so forth. Especially if they're just females are just divorced or they're just coming out of their violent situations or whatever. So if you are a single woman and particularly a single mother or domestic violence survivor just out of your situation or you know someone who is, please right. reach out mm -hmm. to us um, on any of the platforms and we will help assist with paying for their training and uh, their permits, and even um, if needed, the first year of legal defense protection through uh, US Law Shield because they're available in all 50 states. So we, nice. we that is one of the things that We the Female does is that we do outreach and help women um, so that they're not affected uh, and, and unable to defend themselves legally yeah. By uh, uh <laughs> that's a different podcast too. But yeah. uh, to defend themselves legally um, and to be responsible people and responsible gun owners, um, that nobody should be denied that. Uh, period. But especially due to financial reasons. Well, that is awesome. I am so glad that you came on. And uh, thanks for having you know, we'll, me. Yeah, we'll keep it up in that the, in that super secret uh, signal group. So it's a uh, <laughs> absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> it's fun. To, it's fun to be in there. I learned shit that I didn't even. I was like, oh wow, that's okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can I click on this link? I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one of the, one of the things that I love is the, uh, the old Carl Mengler uh, quote is uh, sometimes in a man's life, he has to hoist the black flag and start slitting throats. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yes. Uncomfortable truth people. Yes. I think, I think, I think. Yeah. We're just about Honestly, there. Just about. about there. We're on, in we're on the verge in Minecraft feds in Minecraft. And yes, that's right. Just all in, in Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on. Ah, uh, no problem. It was a, it was a blast. I'm glad I got you, you know, extra salty and extra spicy tonight. So that's <laughs> thanks so much. Have a good night, everybody. All right. See you. All right. And there she goes, folks, Carrie from stilettos and shotguns. Uh, that was a, a funny interview. I'm so glad that she came on and uh, <laughs> made everything fun. So it's really nice to have uh, friends that are uh, a little bit extra spicy, a little bit extra salty when it comes to uh, just political shenanigans. So uh, yes, uh, check down below in the show notes and uh, there you will find uh, links to all of her stuff, all of her social medias. Uh, as well as all of my stuff. And uh, of course, you can always go to uh, rebelwithacausepodcast.com and uh, that's all my stuff there. So if you want to know what's going on, of course, you can always follow me on uh, Twitter at EricTheRed79 and um, MeWe, I'm on there. Uh, let's see, where else? Uh, well, I mentioned the super secret signal group. So yes, I'm on Signal and Telegram. I have a Telegram group specifically devoted to the podcast. We have a lot of fun in there. So I'll have all that stuff linked down there as well. If you do uh, like what you're hearing and seeing now that I'm 
starting to do video and stuff. Uh, hey, you can support this show. I can actually say show now instead of uh, program or podcast. Um, yeah, so I have a uh, Patreon, Subscribestar, Float. I have all the uh, the PayPal's and the Cash Apps and everything else that you need if you're uh, getting a little bit of value for value there. So, uh, anyways, guys. Thanks for uh, sticking with me uh, during the hiatus. I know it was a uh, kind of, uh, you know, fingernail biting. It's, uh, it's like, oh, is the rebel going to come back? Is he, is he going to be here? And it's like, yes, yes, I'm, I'm going to be here. So, um, well, I got you. News from the book. Uh, I didn't get it finished like I wanted to, and that is kind of a bummer. But uh, I got a pretty good chunk of it done, so I'm just going to keep working away at it. And uh, eventually I will uh, get that uh, put into uh, print and uh, sent out there for everyone to enjoy. I hope everyone enjoys it because uh, I'm having a little bit of fun writing it, although it's uh, kind of nerve wracking sometimes. I was like, oh, nope, I just wrote myself into a corner. Back it out. Back it out. So anyways, guys, take it easy. I'll come back at you next week with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out.